0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place
1: to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Welcome to Mind Pump. This is the world's top fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is a Q&A episode where we answer fitness and health questions. But at the beginning of the episode, we do an introductory portion. It's about 35 minutes long. It's where we talk about current events. We have some fun conversations. Sometimes we talk about our sponsors. So I'm going to give Sometimes
2: you tarantulas. a
1: breakdown of this whole episode. Okay, So we start out by talking about one of our, pa- our partners, Mir. Mir made a new Dawn Patrol Camp Cup. You can bring this camping. It's great. It keeps your beverages warm or cold. Um, but also, uh, because of its Earth Day and COVID-19, they have gone 100% carbon neutral and and they are now climate-neutral certified, so that's kind of cool. Anyway, if you want to check out their products and get the Mind Pump discount, go to mir.com. That's M-I-I-R.com forward slash Mind Pump. Use the code Mind Pump for 25% off. Then we talked about health clubs and their reopening plans. In particular, we talked about the Bay Club and what they're going to be doing. Then we talked about Tom Cruise and Elon Musk. They became friends, apparently. This is weird. I talked about a Spanish beach doing something very stupid to disinfect their beaches. Uh, Then we talked about a disinfectant that can be placed on surfaces and makes them impervious to uh, bacteria and viruses for years. Kind of interesting. Then we talked about Adele, her weight loss, and the idiots that came out and said that that was uh, body shaming somehow.
2: Um, Uh, These people still exist.
1: And then Justin very eloquently talked about a tarantula, a tarantula's pet and uh, it was confusing, Mm. but we figured it out. You're welcome. (laughs) And then we got into the questions. The first question, um, this person wants to know how you train someone that only wants to work out one to two days a week. So we talk about how to design a workout around that. The next question, this person wants to know what we think about farmer walks. So farmer walks where you hold dumbbells or a trap bar and you walk and it's usually loaded. Uh, There are some benefits to it. So we highlight it in that part of the episode
2: farmersonly.com
1: The next question was about uh this person wants to know how you when when you do find a balance between nutrition activity resistance training what happens when you add more cardio does that throw things way off and the final question this person wants to know what strategies we have when we are trying to study a certain topic we think you're going to like that part of the episode especially also there's only 3 days left 72 hours left for the No BS Six Pack Formula Program 50% off sale. So this is a ab and core workout program only. It's a complete workout program designed to develop the midsection so that the abs and the obliques are more visible even at higher body fat percentages. Believe it or not, if you develop the muscles of the abs, you can see them more even if you have higher body fat percentages. This is a phenomenal strategy. Well, this program is designed all around that. It is a full two-phase program with exercise demos and instruction all in the program. It's 50% off. That means the price is only one payment of $28.50. Mm-hmm. That gives you lifetime access. By the way, you could get the program. Do it for a full month if you don't like it. We'll return the $28.50 to your account. So get those shredded summer abs. It's guaranteed. So Here's how you get the program. Go to nobs 6 That's N-O-B-S, the number 6 Pack dot com. Use the code NoBS fifty. That's N O B S five zero. No space for the discount. So that's the Mir's new camp cup. It's yeah. a, it's artsy. Don Patrol camp cup. Don Patrol camp cup. I like Don Patrol. They have good uh, good designers uh, over at Mir yeah. well, they, uh, well, they like the last time they did with like a
0: like a tattoo artist. So there's always somebody they partner. Yeah, yeah. Know who they partner with? Did no, always, it looks cool. Do you see what they're, do see what they're doing? For honor of Earth Day? Yeah. No, what is it?
1: Uh, 100% carbon neutral and climate neutral certified. What the hell does that mean? It's good for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it means is that- That's they, all you need to know. What it means is the company is not going to add more carbon according to the testing of this, this certification. They're, they're neutral. They're not adding more to the environment than they're, they're taking out. Or is
0: it common that most companies do? that manufacturer is, that, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that, I'm assuming that's why that's a big deal um, mm.
1: Some companies definitely produce more carbon than other companies for sure.
0: Well I, not more this is saying it's neutral they're not producing I don't any... know
1: how they would make it neutral. Yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily get that um, so but I do know that the the certification process to get climate neutral certified it's vigorous and they go in and, and you in order to get it you have to be one of the cleaner companies.
0: I think it's that, and then what else are you potentially putting back in that's good? Would that be have something to do with it, like too? Like, maybe
1: because you plant trees? Right, right. Oh, mm. yeah. That's how you
0: become neutral, because it's inevitable yeah. if you're manufacturing something. So right? it's
1: not just that they don't have an opinion on either one. You <laughs> hey, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah t- I don't think <laughs> that's, Switzerland
0: I, that's here. What, I don't yeah. know what yeah. you guys are talking yeah. about.
1: What's your opinion on, neut- on carbon? Yeah. Neutral. sorry
0: we gotta reach out to our guy there he's always forward thinking man they're always doing something i can't even keep up with how much they give back i think it's pretty cool what brian's been doing over there for quite some time totally part of the reason why we partnered with him
1: dude so you know how uh because of what's going on everybody's doing like zoom conferencing call conference calls and zoom classroom and everybody's working from home or whatever yeah zoom 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 and have you heard of the the, you know you've heard the stories right where like the 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 employee in the conference doesn't know that this mic is on, right? And they're taking a dump oh, or something like that, or yeah. people are you know walking around naked in the background, or people's kids screaming. Well, there was this reporter, the Spanish reporter, that was doing a live you know journalism thing on on, on his YouTube channel or whatever, this live uh, you know reporting thing, and in the background, <laughs> his mistress. No, yeah, dude, she's walking around. She walks by naked. What? And he gets caught cheating on his wife on camera. <laughs> what? Yes. What, what an asshole. Guy. Yeah. What yeah. A, what a what a jerk. Yeah. No, he gets wow. caught cheating on camera. Try getting around. What a home. way to find out, huh? I, yeah. How, <laughs> yeah. Do you, how do you deny that?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Wife's home watching it. Yeah. Oh.
1: I was like, "Oh, I
2: saw your broadcast oh. today. You he's got like, something
1: to tell me?" Kids, you- change the channel. We got to watch Dad real quick, okay? I yeah. love watching his news stuff. He puts it on. Yeah.
0: Now, you don't know who you don't know who Earl Thomas is, but he's uh he's a safety that plays uh for the Ravens and he's a stud and He's he- a safety for the Ravens. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, did you see the breaking news on not. him last night? No. Oh, so he he got uh so his his wife uh was arrested for uh, putting a gun to his head. Now she took the magazine out, but didn't realize there's a round in the chamber. That's oh. why that's why she's in trouble. Ooh. But I guess she walked in on him and his brother naked with two other mistresses. Mm. Wow! That, yeah, that just hit the news yesterday.
1: Wow! Bro- it's not brotherly worth, love. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? What's that? To kill yeah. someone because they cheated on you? What a stupid! thing. I don't think
0: so. I, from what the report was saying. Her intentions weren't to do that. It was just to scare him, which is why I think she pulled the magazine out.
1: Oh, oh, he'll never cheat on me again because I scared him with a gun.
0: Like, what a stupid... Yeah, but when you're in the heat of the moment... like I'm not... By the way, I'm not like... Justify. I'm playing devil's yeah. advocate with you right yeah. now. That come on, like you,
1: you, you got to know that. Sure, you walk in on your wife and y- with some dude. Yeah, just like she you think, scorned.
2: It's not like you stop and you think logically for fucking twenty minutes. Yeah. It's like, oh,
1: how should I handle yeah. this? And what's going to work? Wasn't, Wasn't my it Left outcome? Eye
2: Lopez that like burned down her husband's house or whatever? Did back she in the really? Day? Yeah.
1: Oh, TLC was the uh, they were yeah. great. Back then. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> yeah. On the way to Reno, Watch you out. can see
0: they're still
2: touring. The two of them
0: are really.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're just T- TLC. Yeah, they're chasing waterfall still. Yeah. I saw, a,
0: I saw a billboard the last TC time we were They're just now.
1: Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed, up. That's messed up, man. That's, you can't I'll have the L. She's not there I'll anymore. There are you. you know what I'm saying? I was a big fan of, those back of that. back Are RIP. you guys?
0: Are you guys watching all the news right now on just uh, all these gyms that are slowly starting to open up and the regulations yeah, and what's dude. happening? Dude, this is not going to be good. It's wild. Now. So, bait clubs. Let
1: me find it. It's real like quick. Post
2: apocalyptic. kind just, of feel. It's
1: just they're opening up with these new. With and they're they're releasing kind of their strategies, like how we're going to reopen. So Bay Clubs, this was in, in, in a local uh, you know, news outlet, Bay Clubs talked about what they're going to be doing and how they're going to reopen. They're going to be reopening, so they're going to be taping off 10 by 10 pods, so 10 by 10 spaces that are considered workout pods, and you're going to be reserving these 10 by 10 uh, workout spots uh, pods. The, they're going to be limiting their capacity at 25%. So so 75% less people. Yeah. Now can use their facilities. There's no way
2: that that's. Lasts. What a strange vibe that's going to be. Yeah, the-
1: for for group classes like yoga, there's going to be te- taped boxes on the floor so you have to stay in that little segment. Hmm. You cannot bring your own mat. Um, there I mean the the sports courts are going to be repurposed with cardio equipment so they have room for, you know, spacing spacing way out gyms are just not
0: that profitable to start with mm-hmm. there's been a misconception forever in our space that they're just money makers mm-hmm. yeah. they're not they are not mass and there's always exceptions to the rule there's models or there's franchises or there's bubbles that happen you know mm-hmm. curves for an example mm-hmm. sure if you got in on the front end of curves you might have got rich being the first you know 500 people that got into that mm-hmm. business, but I mean, look where it's at today. Yeah. So there's bubbles right now that have happened in our space that are extremely popular. They're trendy right now. People are making decent money off of them, but long-term wise, gyms in, Dude, in general just don't profit a ton of money.
1: They interviewed the the COO of 24-Hour Fitness, Carl Sanft, and they said, so what do you think about like when they reopen and stuff? And so it's just a very typical You know, you got to you got to have the marketing phrase, right? Oh, of course. So he says it's going to be a reimagined experience. (laughs) Reimagined. I feel so bad laughing. Imagine me and you. He can't come out and say you can't. You got to separate. Can't come out and be like, yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, it's be way Give different now before.
0: do you re- okay now we were there really young Justin was there young too but not as young as you and I do you remember when uh, that started to come together for you like just the, the corporate bullshit like I remember you know being on the morning emails in my like early 20s and like so bought into the company and like <laughs> you would get a message like that and you're like and you would spin it to your staff like "Yeah, dude it's gonna be amazing yeah. this new thing we're gonna do now and people are gonna be we're gonna save the like you'd go down and pitch it like yeah. that so yeah. here's the new comp plan
1: yeah yeah, yeah. So- Imagine yeah. fitness. Reimagined, now yeah. reimagine it. Yeah. Right? That's what it's that's what it's gonna be like. No, I mean, you know, terms make a big difference. The way you yeah. I mean, politics does this exceptionally well. Anytime a poli- anytime a new bill is passed, whatever the name is, and it does the opposite. That's that's like a rule of thumb. Well it doesn't just say so like is- the Patriot Act, opposite. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> opposite. Anything exactly. that says freedom. Opposite. You know, every <laughs> yeah, single, every yeah, single yeah, time
0: yeah. you opposite. read it. Well what Justin said is a is a is a great point too is that the when they would roll out comp plans, I mean I oh remember yeah. so I was there you had to spin that like, I was every there for, time. Oh yeah, I was there ten years, and in the ten years I had to to hand out to my staff eight different comp plans. So basically almost one a year. And by about the you know third one, I think I, I started to piece it together like, wait a second, this is not ever in the favor of my staff. And the, it's it, obviously, once you really understand business and, and scaling something to that magnitude, a comp plan change is always in the favor of the company. Yeah, they, that's, that's an the, easy
1: way for them to, to, to save money. Right. Yeah. But,
0: but when they would put it out, they would position it as an opportunity for you to make
2: more money. <laughs> Right. So if you've learned like to, to do, created new positions, <laughs> <yeah>. you know <laughs> that you could like uh, you know advance to. Yeah. We're gonna pay you less hourly, but look, if you sell this
0: much more, you actually could yeah. make more money per year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, Try harder. I mean, you know, I I used to irritate that crap out of me when they would do that, but well, I wasn't there for nearly as long as you were. I don't know how the hell you lasted. As well, long as you, you know, as I much know. as I,
0: I talk trash, I I liked it. I loved. I loved work it's, I still today sometimes miss it. I mean I would yeah, environment. I would never replace it for what we've created for ourselves here. I mean I I've, I've never loved something as much as uh, as what we get to do now. But I did I did love the atmosphere. It fed mm-hmm. right into my personality just I was around lots of people. It was a team environment. Mm-hmm. It was competitive, lots of energy. Everybody that's coming into that place, either working there or working out, are there to better themselves. And so that environment, I just I ate it up, dude. I loved it. And I remember as the comp plans always got worse and worse, and, and I always found a way. I was the, the small percentage of, even though the comp plan got shittier, I found a way to still make more money, uh, knowing that it probably hurt the other 90%. And so I was okay, um, and I always said, "Man, if you would have to pay me, probably close to double what I was making there to convince me to leave." Yeah, and that After was, a
1: while, it's like a system, and you're just there, and you're doing it, you're enjoying it. Yeah, not super hard. No, not you at to all. Learn what you're yeah, doing. Shit, yeah,
0: shit. By by year five or six, I I was I'd really you know got comfortable with what I needed to do mm-hmm. to be successful and and felt good and. You know, in, in my area, I built a name for myself. So, yeah, no, it was, a, it was, a, it was. I a used fun to have job. fun.
1: I used to have a lot of fun. I remember one time to to try to sell more apparel because you know in the in the front of the club we'd sell workout clothes. To sell more apparel, I had a couple of my sales guys put on the girls uh, like workout apparel and I'd make them go take an aerobics class nice. or whatever and then we'd make announcements you know go to the you know, take the class and watch Paul wear you know pink well you were
0: you were at Hillsdale when they did that did the uh, the runway show didn't they wasn't that when you were there was that not when you were there that was a big deal did that I was, do a runway show they did like a they modeled all. they turned the lights out and then no, down the walkway they had all the all the staff come through and like uh, mo- yeah that was smart it was no, clever things yeah, you back then you could do that like now liability turn the lights off you get sued all this bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. but those are the days that you could do creative yeah, stuff.
1: The, yeah. The, the whole space is going to be very interesting to watch over the next couple of years. It's funny this morning, uh, what well, we've been talking just amongst ourselves about investing, you know, our own personal money. And when you, when you're, you know, when you're trying to invest, I think it's really smart, by the way, I'm not an investment expert. So just, this is my own opinion, but I think it's smart to kind of stay in your lane because it helps you with your temperament, you know, because if I invest in in a, in fitness companies, I can weather the storm more, knowing what's happening with the trends. And so, we've been talking about investing in, in companies like Peloton, right? Peloton is a it's a publicly traded company, and we figure, God, it's probably gonna they're probably gonna do well because more people are gonna work out at home, less people working out at gyms. And so, we've been talking about this for a while, and we were we were all talking about getting shares like the other day. None of us did. Wake up this morning, they're up like. You know, five or ten dollars, right? So I'm all pissed off, uh, and I, I sent. And I should have known better. This yeah. is the the worst person. The worst you woke person up the sleepy bear to tell this to yeah. is Adam, right? Yeah. So I send a you know text. And I'm like, damn it, we fucking. If we he had hair, it would be gone again. We should have acted yeah. right, and then yeah. I just set him off, dude. He's he conference calls everybody, voice <laughs> on the book. I was hell, man. We didn't buy this. Ah! I come so, stomping oh, no. down the stairs yeah. this morning. No, bro, Adam's like Adam's like. Yeah. Remember the stock. Remember this is the number one rule in investments in the stock market. Buy low, say high, sell, sell high, right? Great. The market's already up; it's already got up. Yeah. Adam's like, put all the money in, just, just buy it, buy now. it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, <laughs> dude, calm down. So oh, mad, bro. So, so mad. We were, but certain. I, but I do think Peloton is is a, is going to be a good, an interesting. I mean, this is my own again, my own personal investment. But I think this will be an interesting place to look well, cause because
2: they're a tech company, right? Like for the most part. So they they have a good, uh, I think the infrastructure for that business is sound in terms of like what they're trying to to create, like this new platform mm-hmm. of how to create the experience of it. Like tech companies need to be the ones driving that. But also, you know, the fitness element of it is it's definitely going to evolve more into the home uh, Dude, at home. Their, type training. Their
1: bike sales, 66% went up. 66% wow. increase in bike Which sales. The, you know, and, and
2: those and, are expensive, those bikes.
1: Yes, they are.
0: And of course, a a, a lot of that's driven from COVID, right? Of yeah. course, there was yes. a bunch of people that had probably been on the fence for a long time that were considering getting one and because now they're stuck at home. They, I mean, I have a handful of people very close to me. That's exactly what happened. So that, to me, isn't the major indicator. They've just established themselves in a space that is I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Mm-mm. No, it's going to evolve. It's going to grow. Right. Yeah, and they're, sure. the only real competitor they have right now is SoulCycle. SoulCycle's done their bike, they have a very strong hold on that the cycling community already. So if you are already in love with that brand,
2: so they're gonna have they're gonna have a piece of the pie too. But it's still brick and mortar, like that's their specialty, which that's is right. going to take a bit for them to transition.
0: Right, I mean, but I could argue with that that that's also why it'll do well because they've already established a strong community. They have a strong community, and then they pivot into something else. It's just True. like us. True, if we, they got
2: the fans. That, yeah, if
0: we were to pivot into anything them. related to fitness, even yeah. if it has nothing to do with what we currently do right now, I would think that we would do okay because we have a community already. True. So SoulCycle has done that. They will own a. piece piece of the, the pie, but I just think that Peloton is is so far ahead of everybody in that space that they will be competitive for years to come, and, and that's also, why I like that And vibe. they're
1: also not just going to be the bikes. They're going to offer other- Yeah, they already do. Right, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's they're going to keep growing with that, and if you think, if it, like again, this is our space, right? We're in the fitness space, and so I think our opinion is much more than just a guess. I think we, we have a pretty educated opinion. Of course, we could totally be wrong- but I think in the near future, I don't know what it's going to look like in ten years or five years, but I think in the next year, it's I, I can pretty confidently say that gym attendance will be lower. That's mm. my that's my my confident guess or estimation. Yeah. But I don't think less people are going to be working out. I think what you're going to see is more working out at home, and mm. so company tech companies like Peloton, it's it feels like a smart place to go, a smart buy. I don't see there's, I don't see them slowing down yet. In fact, I think they're going to start going up as we continue to well, see Well, yeah, you're, you're making fun
0: of me of saying buy, 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 but that's how I feel. I feel like it's not... Um, and this is where I'm not... I'm not an expert at, at reading the market and watching and trying to time a perfect buy. Right. This is just... Long this, term. Yeah, this is our space, and it's like, I would still bet that where it's at, even with the spike today it'll be still much higher than that a year, two year, three year from now. It's Mm -hmm. it's a buy and hold, in my opinion. It's not something that I'm speculating on. Oh, this is the perfect place to buy it at and then then try and sell it. The
1: market's so interesting, too. Some shares just make no sense, like Tesla. just does not make any sense why it's so damn expensive. Even Elon says in his own tweets, the shares are too expensive. (laughs) This is too damn much. Did you
2: see Elon, uh, who he just partnered with? No. Tom Cruise why what? I'm gonna tell you dude Tom Cruise has been making moves man like I brought him up not too long ago obviously because of Top Gun and how he's trying to do all these revolutionary ways to film uh, being up in the air with uh, these fighter jets and everything and like bringing in that IMAX experience like r- legit inside the cockpit well he's taken it to a whole nother level by now partnering with SpaceX and NASA and, and they're they're already in plans of, of shooting an action movie in space Space,
1: wow! Like legit, Miss, in Mr. Space.
2: Scientology himself. I was, I, know. Just,
1: I was just gonna say, I, I mean, think Tom Cruise just wants he's to try to get closer to Lord Zenu. He, he just wants to go to Planet Xenu or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. build
2: build yeah. his own Westworld. Right. I don't know. That yes. might be the,
1: something, man. Dude. He's making moves. You guys saw Elon had a kid.
2: Did you guys see that? I didn't. You oh, didn't see what he named I, his kid? Yes, no, I did. Okay, how do you pronounce that? Because it's, it's like. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. But the, but the <laughs> are way you he. Serious? I think it's Kyle. <laughs> it's Chad.
1: But the yeah, way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. What, like, what the fuck? Why are these, the, like, little. But, but the way the he symbols. named them, he used all these, yeah, symbols yeah. that are, you know. It
2: looks like an A that goes into an E, and then, like.
1: I don't know what they're called. I know uh, really uh, smart people know. And so I think if you like pronounce it. It's like alien them, hieroglyphics. Yeah. You know, it's I've like, seen dude. it. Pull it yeah. up, yeah. Doug. I want to see what it His name's Kyle? Come on, I think it's Kyle. I think if you pronounce it, it's Kyle. Oh, come on. It's like, you remember when Prince changed his name to that symbol? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Either way, they call him Elon's son. Elon's well, son. Well,
2: okay. Was that because he was getting himself out of a record contract, though? I think there was something behind that, yeah. why he did that, so yeah. he was able to kind of like get bypass some kind of loophole. I
1: tell you what, dude. I' So bad. I'm not like this normally. This is not at all the kind of personality that I have or who I am, but I really want to be Elon's friend. Uh, <laughs> really? he's, just, dude, I and he just like was on great. Rogan again. I, I, I can't wait to
2: listen. You don't dude, think he would be awkward? I, bro, I love weird people. Of course people. he'd be awkward. I mean, we all like weird
0: people, but to, as a friend- Huh? Yeah. I think he'd be great. No, nah. I would love to sit down. Bro, with it's, it just it doesn't. Whether you believe in God or not, it just doesn't work out that way, dude. You get you get it's all like one way You get all this brilliance. You get social awkwardness. That's just yeah. part of it, dude. Yeah, it dude, just I, comes with the cards. It's like you yeah. you don't get to be that brilliant and then also hella cool. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, I'm not gonna go like. What do you mean cool? Like, imagine sitting like, down with them, smoking a joint, and be like, "Hey, man, what do you think about yeah. a flying car?" It probably it would feel like, as awkward as he It would probably feel as awkward as that interview did.
0: That yeah. interview was great. It uh, was awkward. You think yeah, so? It yes, it was. It was great because everyone got to see him get high, but it was awkward. Yeah.
1: See, there's the name right there, Doug. Can you? You can't expand that, can you? It's like it's those letters right there. Watch. What does that say? It's A-twelve. like
2: X
3: A E A dash twelve. Twelve. Hey, that's Kyle. That yeah. Means Kyle,
2: <laughs> I How think. How do you get Kyle out of that? I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> well, seriously, my mind's
0: blown. If that means Kyle, yeah, somebody, wait, hey, what a, a way to make sure your kid gets beat up in elementary
1: school! I know. A guarantee right there. Bro, way he, to go, dad. If he takes after his <laughs> yeah. dad, ain't nobody gonna beat him up. He's gonna be yeah. all, yeah, he'll probably be half cyborg. Yeah, or, exactly. So. He's,
2: the, he's already preparing to be a cyborg. I'm sure he's gonna neural link him and everything oh, right away. Right Did God. you guys see our buddy, uh, James
0: Smith, Joe DeFranco's partner? Did you see what happened to him? No. Oh, you guys didn't see that? I think he posted in our, I thought it was in our forum. Maybe it was just on his Facebook feed. He uh, ordered a bunch of equipment online, Mm -hmm. got hella duped. What? Yeah, yeah. What do you it was, mean? Like it was they, like a, it was they like took the money and They were nothing. advertising like a you know, warehouse equipment or all kinds of, a, like a, a warehouse type of uh, you know like broker
2: massive sale. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then they had a bunch of stuff, equipment, so he ordered it, and it was like a bait and switch type of deal. They sent him just like old, rusted, crappy weight, barbell, dumbbell stuff. It was nothing but he looked at. Yeah. I mean, a pallet still showed up to his house but it was like fucking junk wow.
1: shenanigans. That's yeah. You know that, that the the scams on gym equipment have exploded. Oh,
0: we I mean, we talked about this off air. I don't think we talked about it on air that we were speculating that already. Like, you know, with 600 and what, 70% increase in at-home equipment sales, you know there's a lot of opportunists that see that and are like, oh man, there's going to be some suckers that are going to buy into this for sure. Dude, I saw somebody totally.
1: post on, what is it on Facebook <laughs> where you could buy things? That's uh. Isn't there like a segment there where you could sell? Anyway, they have like a a, a segment there where you can buy and sell stuff. Uh Someone was selling a crappy home gym equipment. You know, it wasn't even Olympic barbell. It was the skinny barbell Mm -hmm. with the little skinny weight. All of them rusty. The bench uh, had tape on it, keeping it from, you know, tearing in half or whatever do was selling it for like $2000. Did you see the dude, meme? The, what? Did yeah, you see the dude. meme? The meme
0: that's going around someone posted in our Damn, forum you sell this some stuff. Uh, uh it was a meme of, you know, like there was four, it was a quadrant, right? So it was four images. Yeah. Three of the images were like, you know, one was like a set of dumbbells, one was like a barbell right and it was like Two thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, you know, nine hundred dollars, and
1: then a house in Virginia, seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's a, how fucked up our market
2: is right now. So, it's so, all over the place. That's
1: <laughs> so messed up, dude. You want to talk about stupid stuff uh, in Spain? You know how they're, they're they actually in, in, in Europe? Spain has one of the higher rates of COVID, and they're trying to you know take care of the whole situation. But people are up in arms because the Spanish government there uh, did something a little controversial. What's mm. that? They sprayed their beach with bleach. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> they, <totally went> <laughs> they actually went through. They actually went through. Yeah, let's wash that into the ocean. They and, actually uh, kill all the life. Went through and bleached, like just blasted the sand of this beach with a bunch of with a bunch of bleach to prevent, you know, any viruses. I mean, isn't the sun? Doesn't the sun kill yeah. viruses and stuff too? That, that was my thought. Yeah. Oh my God. So environmentalists are all up in arms because of all the, they're killing. How all the. how
0: could something like that even get passed to get done? <sighs> there's got to be somebody who had to, to, to sign off. Brain idea. Yeah. Like. Sign off on that. Yeah. Good idea. Let's fly some bleach over that. Just drop it on. Bleach kills everything. Exactly.
1: How yeah. do we How do we solve this problem? Wait, yeah. doesn't bleach? Let's kill it? just kill everything. Hmm. Yeah. Let's all drink it. Nuke it. Yeah. Wow. Idiots. Wow. Anyway. So that and then there's this 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 these inventors that came out with one thing about uh, emergencies and. Scary situations is sometimes it pushes or oftentimes it pushes innovation through the roof. Apparently, there's this this surface that you can put on things that makes them makes them antibacterial for like years. So you can like cover a table in this. And this is just in a test, but they can cover it with the spray that then will make it antibacterial for like a year Scotch or something card. like that. Yeah, no, I was going to say,
2: Scotchgard,
0: Teflon. That's, <laughs> that's called stains. Yeah, That's not the same thing. Isn't that how
1: Scotchgard works? Uh, I mean, it's like uh, the same thing. i mean, you spray you're, those on my shoes. Yeah, if yeah, yeah, your dog
0: could shit on your couch and you're fine, I mean, I think that's like the same concept, no, right? No, dude,
1: that's not the same thing.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I, was, I uh, saw our good buddy uh, Jordan Syatt uh, posted something. Uh, in defense of Adele, and I, I, tr- oh, dude, I, I tried to look it up, and I didn't know. Obviously, I saw her picture. She just, she like one of those people who like posts like once every six months, yeah. and then everybody goes bananas. One of the
1: most talented uh, singers. I've seen her live. Yeah. Oh, a, yeah? oh, absolutely. Her, wow. she,
0: she puts on an amazing show. She yeah. like does this uh, whole thing where she like kinda like tell why I liked it so much was it I wasn't like an Adele diehard fan or some shit. I just went to the concert. Um mm-hmm. and when I went there I learned all about her through through her singing. So between every song she kind of tells her story. Oh that's awesome. Just a really cool way. And she's so talented. She's someone who could sit on a stool and sing her whole concert and you're like blown away. Yeah, by very,
1: that. very talented. Yeah. So here's what happened. It's gonna get you guys are gonna get annoyed by it. But okay. anyway, so she lost a ton of weight. Okay. Posted a picture. Good for her. Posted a picture of it. Okay. Uh, and people were congratulating her. Mm-hmm. Now, other people are up in arms and saying that congratulating someone for losing weight is body shaming people because what? you shouldn't celebrate. Wait, is that when- still happening? Because, yeah. come on, yeah. D- didn't this whole like pandemic kind of uh, put a, a, a backhand slap to that? No, no, apparently not. So people were like, congratulations. Oh, my God, that's so great. And then other people were like, well, you shouldn't celebrate that because you're body shaming and that's not always a good thing, and this and that. Can you what, what the hell's going on here? It's just that's. I mean, this needs to end.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I'm. I'm done. You know, pandering to that stuff. That's Bro, is just, it just going to get worse? And health gonna, is health. We're
0: going to be the old guys that are talking about how ridiculous it is. for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, We are ready I now. know. I, when we get like this, I feel like, man, I, I, do we just accept it? Dude, this is the direction that we're going. It's no, going to be so- Pick
1: your battles.
2: That's not one.
1: I honestly, you know what I think, honestly? I think it's number one, it's a lot of virtue signaling. And God, what does that mean? We are Vir-
2: fucking soft.
1: Yeah, virtue signaling means you want people to think you're virtuous. So you signal out. You're not actually virtuous. I'll give you guys an example. Uh, we have a friend who always talks about how we need to pay more taxes because it helps more people pay more so I I, I asked her I said well how much more do you pay in your taxes she's like well I, I don't I said well you can you know there's a form in your taxes you can actually pay more if you want to of course you don't because you're virtue signaling you want everybody to think you're a good person reality is your actions actually show that you don't believe what you say. so I think people want to virtue signal and show everybody how, oh yes, this is not this is body shame and then the other thing too is I honestly think people need to feel like they have a voice, and so they just they find a way to be enraged over something silly, like someone losing weight, which is insane to me, yeah. so apparently you can't control- you can't congratulate her for weight loss <laughs> because. It's body shaming people. Yeah, that's horseshit. Yeah, what is the world I
0: posted from? that image. It came up on that. I know you guys follow, I think, that Instagram, the historic Instagram page. You mm. guys follow that, don't you? Yes. Yeah. The, the, today's post they posted was the, the jungle gym in like 1920. Oh, dude. Uh, I that? know you've seen that image before. No kid would have survived. Today. Yeah. It's like 40 feet in the air, like
2: monkey bars. <laughs> oh, dude. It's, it's so oh, yeah. They had those vertical ladders. Yeah, and everything. I it's remember that. such
0: an I posted in my story today because I'm like, and I literally, so it's funny you bring this up. I mean, obviously, none of this was planned, and- I, it was just on my mind. Like, God, we are just getting so soft. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just, could you imagine if someone built that right now? Like, that would be insane. Bro, like, I'll oh, tell you yeah.
1: what. When I talk, anytime I talk to my grandfather, I feel like the biggest, like, wuss of all time. I anytime. Know. I, I know. My grandfather, remember, this is true now. It's a 100% true story. <laughs> my grandfather, at the age of 11, 11 years old, would sneak onto trains, sometimes have to ride on the top of them. At 11 years old, travel to other towns, try to sell food, potatoes because he'd have potato, whatever. Try to make money, get back on a train, come back home, and sometimes this was two days later to bring the money to his mom. 11 years old. So what I think is that as society gets easier and easier, we just all become weaker and weaker, and we're it's just society's so easy now that we have. Oh,
2: I know. My grandpa was in two wars, and then was stationed up in Alaska and got uh, frostbite on his foot yeah, and almost had to cut his foot off and his foot was just disgusting after that. You yeah. know, it's just like, what are we complaining about?
1: Yeah. Now you have an ingrown toenail. Yeah. You, have to, you have to take the day off work. <laughs> well, it's it's,
2: <laughs> it's funny when you think
0: about the unintended consequences from this is that, you know, we've made it easier for ourselves physically,
1: but it's probably arguably mentally more challenging now because of that, right? What's different. I'd say the mental challenges are still, they, they were, trust me, they were challenged back then. But the difference is it's a different type of challenge. Uh, well, they were challenged more physically, right? Not being
0: able to get food, sure. But, you think that's mentally challenging? Yeah, but I mean, it switches you over to survival mode real quick. You're going to die if you don't eat. I mean, that's a whole lot different than like pondering how I feel bro, about myself for months at a
1: bro, time. Bro, my great-grandmother had like 15 kids. Nine survived. You know what I mean? You just lose kids. Yeah. yeah. When you talk to them about that, I would talk to my grandfather about this. It's like, yeah, p- kids died all the time. Like, if you had 10 kids... People would assume that you didn't have 10 kids. You had probably 13 kids, and one of them died from a fever one time. The other kid, oh, he he fell down a hole and died, and this one over here – you know had some kind of weird disease we didn't know about like this just happened. yeah but I, I i would think
0: that makes that's you trustful. more mentally resilient because of that i think it that's,
1: changes your perspective for sure well yeah,
0: yeah that's what i mean it makes you more mentally resilient when you've had to go th- through things like that where we us today like the wind blows the opposite direction and we get fucking freaked out
1: it's probably yeah. it's probably true oh thank god you only lost a hand come here you're good <laughs> now all right go back to school you know we, we, are, we are
2: turning into old men yeah. uh, listening <laughs> we, to us talk right now we, yeah. we totally are yeah, no. yeah it's, I, it's happening
1: when i Talk to my kids about like school and stuff like that. I was talking to my son and I'm like, Have you ever seen a, a fight at school? He's like, Um, there <laughs> almost was a fight once. You mean like yeah. a verbal one on like Facebook? This guy yelled, yeah, well, you know, at now, his friend. I know that there's schools where fights and stuff like that happen, but just in my comparison from how I grew up to my kid, like my son's a freshman and he's never seen a fist fight at school. Really? Never seen a fist fight at school. Wow, that's, I mean, that's
2: great, but it's that, that's, I, I can't even imagine that. No, bro. Uh, we, was- we had batteries thrown at us. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking shit you not, dude. dude. Like, one of my friends got... Punked and bullied so hard, they made him like strip down naked and climb up uh, the, the flag post in front of everybody. <laughs> wow! And then threw batteries at him. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> it was oh, messed it up, up, bro dude. It was messed up. Wow, dude. We were freshmen. Like, you know, that's what they did. In freshmen. It's like yeah. Lord
0: of the Flies. I mean, I got thrown in a dumpster as a freshman, but that was it. That was it, the extent bro, of it. Oh, I what, was so glad it didn't happen to me.
1: By the time I was a freshman, I probably got into a dozen fights yeah. at school and after school and all that stuff even more than that it was just you know and i'm not saying it was better i think that's a bad thing but there are bad things that happen to you have the potential to teach you good lessons yeah and so by you know by the time i got older you know you become a little more assertive and stuff and so it's, i'm talking to my son about this and I'm like he's like well how do you how do you like what if you hit someone what does that feel like i'm like dang you you have no idea yeah. you know like what that what that's like you know I have to wow. sign him up for some boxing or yeah, something.
2: Yeah, give him some jujitsu now. Yeah, that's the move. <laughs> Just, yeah.
1: Randomly push him down the stairs every now and, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know. Just throw some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> challenges oh, yeah. Dude, time. I have a
2: yeah. random fact I've, I've been like meaning to, to lay on you guys here. Uh, dude, so I, my mind was blown because I was like looking up all these like creature things, and there was uh, this article about a tarantula and how it has its own pets.
1: Tarantulas have their own it pets? It has
2: a pet. Like it, it keeps a frog around, and they have this like mutual understanding. What that the frog will basically uh, eat all the insects around while it's it's laying its eggs. So this is all for like it's trying to protect its eggs while it's going out to hunt and do all this stuff. And so the frogs are eating uh, insects while the spider's out uh, hunting. So wait, 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 yeah, well, how are they working? How are together? they helping? Each yeah, other? how are they helping each other? Well, so it it, it allows the, f- the frog to stay there with them. But why? Protection. I don't know. Wait. Yeah, wait.
0: I'm confused here. Okay, so there. This sounds a, like a I shitty know,
2: deal. I know this. So wait, is it, <laughs> Maybe he gets eaten later.
0: It, it sounds like one of my son's child books. I still can't figure out. You know, what I'm saying like I don't
2: understand this. Where no, it's okay. So yeah, so the the frog like like it allows him to live. There I know you with guys can relate. His dad's right now, right? Yeah. Book, you're like, what the fuck? This is the story doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, he's he's there. He gets he gets an abundance of bugs that come through there. You know to protect them. Okay, so the frog stays there, eats bugs. Yes, the tarantula. Doesn't uh, eat the frog, d- but why does a tarantula leave the frog because he's just cool with them? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the, the summary of the story. That's and this is a true thing. This is, this an actual... is true. This
2: is true. Did you find
1: images? <laughs> it's, a, it's a frog pet, <laughs> okay? All
2: right, well, yeah, how's it a pet? How are they not just for homies? I don't know, maybe yeah. they're friends, but it, it seems like it's a little bit, uh, you know, one sided, one sided, like it could eat him at any minute. Now, when
1: you read this, <laughs> were you? Did you have an edible yeah. before? <laughs> yeah, I, I probably right. <laughs> you, re- you might have confused two stories. <laughs> no, I don't understand why you guys don't get this.
0: Uh- I, I guess okay, well because I'm trying to picture it. So first I'm of trying all, I'm to understand
1: what the mutual agreement is. Well,
0: yeah. Where do they like? First of all, uh, doesn't tranchula tranchele- live underground in holes, right? Right. And frogs are like in puddles and shit, yeah. So right? he goes so to where, the, they, where I they? guess he goes where, to sleep there. Where are they chilling at? okay Thank you, Doug. Oh wow, these are like huge difference in size here.
1: Yeah. So the tranchula is massive, and maybe is, like, he's just a... saving the frog in, in, to eat later. Well, that's what I <laughs> yeah. thought,
2: but I guess not. Like he's he's cool with having hammer- it's almost like you know how that shark has like the. Cl- cleaner fish mm. that, that like cleans all the parasites oh, and stuff off of
1: them. Oh, the the frog protects the spider's eggs. That's what I was saying. You did not explain <laughs> that well. Did you understand that? No. I, I understood it in my head.
0: No, no, I don't know dude. why you guys aren't getting this. It's real little straightforward. You, hey, you, t- you tell it like the children's story. That's <laughs> yeah. just, just like three words and I got yeah. a PVC. Th- you,
1: you got to piece it together. This yeah. like frog, choose your own adventure. This frog better be careful. I don't trust spiders at all. I feel like they double cross everybody. I feel, I feel the same way too. I know, right?
2: I I don't know. Like the first frog that was, you know, he was like cool with. Like when did that happen? You had, to, you had like, to
0: describe to the audience too that the difference in size oh, is like sure. It was so like, a tiny yeah, frog. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I guess I should explain. Yeah, well, it was a tiny frog. Right,
1: I was I was imagining like two of the same size and like uh, how what are they how are they work together. Yeah. But so you guys are also not fans of spiders, not as much as me. But you're also what kind of spiders are the worst for you? Because
0: the, the smaller ones,
1: really. So I used to have we used to have tarantulas the in, ugly ones. where we grew
0: up and. Uh, you know, I we they we'd come out and they'd be all over the place all the time. So in October is when they breed and you'd see them mm. everywhere. Yeah. So they would get in our house. And Tarantulas? They, yeah, they cool. don't they don't bite. They shoot their hairs in defense, right? So it's like nothing. So it's not they, even.
2: They walk on roads and everything. Yeah, like we used to let them. them we used to let live. them
0: crawl on us. Everything. It wasn't like I did not. I got used to them because we lived around them all mm-hmm. the time, and I realized you know, I don't like like little. Spiders, you know yeah. that you can't you feel but you can't see. Like a tarantula is not sneaking up on you. Yeah. You see a tarantula, like yes. hey, stand. I don't out. like
2: the ones that have like the big butts and, and they look like they're sweaty. You know, <laughs> like, they're just like and they're like sheen. There's a sheen on them, yeah. like, like a bright color. You know, You're like, oh that one's fucking venomous.
1: Yeah, <laughs> venomous. Yeah, I don't like the the sharp ones. Like when they're furry and stuff, it doesn't look as bad. But the ones that look all edgy. Oh, the, yeah, have yeah, you yeah. seen the ones in Australia? Like the videos of people catching them with a bowl. Well, they get big ones yeah. out there. Fuck, they that, kill dude. birds and stuff. Right? I sorry, that's yeah. Australia, but that's the yeah, only one. There's some why. gnarly spiders. Yeah, there if you for could, sure. if you could create a spider-free zone, then we might come down and do a live show there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that would until us, that can happen, yeah. I don't know, uh, forever.
2: Coronavirus, whatever, dude. Spiders. got so yeah. like, yeah. agreed. One we more weird. One more weird thing. They yeah.
1: found an antibody that combats the the COVID nineteen virus. You know where the antibody comes from. Mm. Llamas. Snakes. Llamas. Oh, what? Yeah, llama. There's a llama. We are produce- just trying everything. Wait. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Llamas. Llamas produce Weird. apparently this antibody that is anti COVID. So they're examining this to see if it's. What students- does that mean? Uh, so if we inject, theoretically, yeah. you have COVID, we inject you with llama antibody. Those antibodies neutralize the virus. You're okay now.
2: Did like a scientist get spit on the face or something? And it was like, Hey, or the, are test we really this. that aggressive that we're trying everything right now?
0: I, have no, I have
1: no you idea. You handle the llamas, you go <laughs> with the frogs. <laughs> yeah, how did that come up? John, write down all the animals that exist. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna yeah. test yeah. them Let's all go out. down the list. We're gonna the, need the We C got and down and to L. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something's happening. Yeah. It's working. Hmm, alpaca didn't work. What else do we got? Llama? <laughs> Let's try that one. This quiz
3: brought to you by Organify. How do you train someone that only wants to commit to one to two workouts a week? Very carefully.
0: Yeah, mm. that's it. Next question. Now, this yeah, is yeah. Th-
1: this I, I like this question. Here's why. When I was a new trainer, when people would tell me that they can only work out one or two work times a week, I literally would think that's a waste of time. And, and, and in fact, I know I turned away potential clients because they refused to commit. To working out at least three days yeah. a week or four like, days. Oh, a week. you're not ready yet. Yeah. In fact, part of my strategy when I was a new trainer, I've always, you know, enjoyed, you know, discussing and being persuasive. Right. So I would get this person in front of me and I'd say, how many days a week can you commit to the gym? And they'd say, oh, just one day a week. And then the rest of the time, I, it, my goal was to persuade them to commit to three or four days a week, because in my eyes, one day a week just wasn't effective. Now, I realized after years of doing this, literally five or six, five years maybe, that it was a terrible strategy. The strategy was terrible because the reality is if you're going from zero days a week of working out to any more than that uh, days of working out, that's a benefit. And on top of that, the, it's not just a physical benefit. It's beneficial because the way people develop long-term behavioral changes typically is a little bit at a time. So later on, my strategy became – hey, I can only work out one day a week, and I'd say, no problem, we'll design a workout around that and make sure it's as effective as possible. Now, as far as how would I train someone? Well, if I'm only training them once or twice a week, first off, a lot of it depends on the person. If I need to focus a lot on mobility work, which is usually the case with a brand new client, then most of my workout is going to be mobility work. As they progress and they need less and less of that special focus mobility work, more of it goes to traditional resistance training. If the person comes to me and they don't have tons of mobility issues, um, then I'll do a normal priming session or, you know, warm up, for example. And then I'm doing just a full body resistance training routine. And it's mainly revolving around compound lifts, you know, squats and overhead presses and rows and that kind of stuff.
0: So I I would do exactly the same thing, except, uh, I guess another depends, right, is Sometimes somebody who says one to two times a week, it's because they're saying that like maybe just Saturday and Sunday, they have an option to work out. And so the days are back to back. So that's the only way I would split it. I agree with Sal. Someone who's uh, probably only able to commit to one or two days a week is probably also the clients that probably need a lot of mobility. So I, I would say that the bulk of my training would be, would be focused around their posture and, and dealing with any sort of chronic pain and, and those issues. Then the <clears throat> other portion of it would obviously be a full body type of routine, unless it's back to back day. so if it's uh, if their two days are back to back, then I would probably do a split where I went uh, upper body one day, lower body mm-hmm. the other day, and I would just and all the only difference that I do is like so. Let's say Sal's riding it the way he just said, where he, he has a, f- a full body routine twice a week he's probably going to do two to three sets of uh, each body part on there. If I know that I'm only going to get the, that body part once that week, I might do four to five, right? right? So right. I might do four to five sets for every body part in the upper body on one workout. And then the other uh, workout, I would do four to five sets in the lower body workouts if I was, was going to go back-to-back workouts. If I had a minimum of two to three days in between the two days, then I would do exactly what you alluded to, which is a full body routine with with mobility work is what that would look like.
2: Yeah, brand new client. I mean, this would be something I would definitely uh, start to build up uh, their specific mobility routine, their, their priming session, you know, ahead of time to, to really focus in on that because they can repeat that the whole rest of the week, uh, as they, you know, have time available, they can, they can do that, uh, at their house. But like, it, I would, I would slowly build on onto that with, you know, I'd take one compound lift and really try to, uh, you know, teach them the specifically the mechanics and the technique involved, and then have them practice it with lightweight, weight. Uh, you know, if, if that's the only amount of time I'm allotted and go through that for a couple of weeks until I can really build up, you know, uh, trust that they're going to perform this exercise correctly throughout the rest of the week. You
0: yeah. know, I want to, I want to add to something you said, Sal, that I think is important to reiterate for the trainers that are listening is I too was like this, where at the beginning I did not, uh. I get frustrated with this client. I'd say, "Oh, you know, you're you're not serious enough or if you want to, if you really want to see results, we need to be training at least 3 times a week if I want to see it." And to be honest, <clears throat> later in my career, I actually preferred this too. Totally. I mean, this is I would much rather. In fact, I found myself talking clients down that were like all motivated because they had something coming up where they're like, "Oh, I could give you 5 days a week." And I'm like, "Well, when was the last time you trained?" five days a week and they'd be like well never but I know now now I have the time or and then I would actually end up going you know what let's start off with just one or two times build a really solid routine and a good habit and then we could start to build off of that. Well also
2: I mean you're teaching you're teaching them to fish you're teaching them how to figure this out for themselves as well like this type of a client versus somebody that's coming in and they're relying on you the entire time to just tell them what to do and be mindless uh, uh, you know about the entire program of it like really spending the time to Educate them mm-hmm. in that one to two days that you have available is going to be super worthwhile. Yeah,
1: and you know, you can actually get two days a week, you can get exceptional results. Oh, yeah. That Doug worked out with me two days a week. Definitely. For the first, I think, year or two that we trained together. So Doug went from, you know, normal active guy to deadlifting twice his body weight. And there's this before and after picture that I've posted in the past where you could see his abs and all that. That was two days a week of resistance training. Now, the other days he was active on his own normally, but really it was only two structured workouts a week. You can get very far with two really, you, really good resistance you training workouts. You can not
0: only get really far, you can also maintain a decent physique at that. Totally. Uh, I mean, I'm training that right now. One, maybe two times of, of resistance training a week right now. Now, by no means am I impressive, but I also don't look like I don't work out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you can maintain, especially if, you're, if your programming is tight, and you are doing the 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 biggest bang for your buck movements, man. If you're deadlifting and squatting and overhead pressing and benching twice a week, uh, you're gonna have a, a pretty damn good one, one physique the, and base. That's
1: one of the things I love most about resistance training. It do, it sends the signal, and then the every then the body does the work. So it's not like you have to manually you're not manually building muscle there. Like with cardio, you have to manually burn calories. With resistance training, you're setting the gears in motion, and so if it's effective, it can be infrequent. And that's one of the hallmarks of resistance training. It's one of the reasons why it's one of the best ways to exercise, especially with our current busy lifestyles.
3: Next question is from Rebel Hammond. Can you tell us your thoughts on the farmer's walk? They are so simple, yet I don't see a lot of people incorporating them into their routine.
1: Yeah, I never I never thought I I, I you know Justin got uh, love them. Justin, Justin got us. Oh, totally. I so I didn't have uh, I thought of farmer's walks like a trainer, you know, like, okay, it's good for stability. It's good for hand strength, strengthens the back. um, It makes your body tight. Like the core core activation, it's great for that. Like I understood it from a trainer perspective, but I'd never understood it from an experience perspective because I never made it a part of a, I'd done them before, but the way I do them would be like occasionally if I'm going to have fun with somebody in our workout or whatever, never train them. Then we wrote the MAPS Strong program. Now, MAPS Strong was a, a workout program that was strongman inspired. And a big part of strongman training is farmer walks, and that's part of their competition. Uh, you know, when they compete, they have to carry things in their hands and walk with them. Mm-hmm. So I worked my way up to almost 500 pound trap bar farmer walks, and I was training them consistently. And I could not believe the muscle that I was building from doing them. It turned my whole body on, my traps. My back, the the muscles, of course, of the forearms and hands, shoulders. My legs got tight. I could feel my core working. Um, I developed a brand new respect for the farmer's walk, and I consider it to be definitely a top. 15, if not a top 10 exercise that people can do.
2: Yeah, much like when you bring up the story about uh, male carriers in your family and like how that inspired you to, uh, you know, come up with trigger sessions and uh, saw what that did uh, in terms of muscle development. Uh, I, the same with me in terms of playing with certain types of athletes uh, in my career uh, with various sports that I was in. I always noticed there was a certain type. Uh, You know, of athlete that just had this inner power, this inner strength that was far superior than the other athletes. And most most of them that I had had, you know, experienced and had met were from different farm towns and different places where manual labor was like really rigorous manual labor uh, was, was a part of their their growing up. And it's just one of those things. Building up this work capacity and building up this 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 work strength. Um, it's it's something that I think a lot of people don't really recognize how that also like. It, it, it really translates into your overall strength which then you know propels you forward even more so to add uh that in as something that you can frequently work on and and do it at the right dose uh to where it's not going to impede on uh you know the intensity of your you, you know your regular foundational workouts uh it, it's gonna it's gonna get you uh to be able to endure uh longer bouts of really strenuous type work in the gym
0: well I'll think about it like this Yes. Um, we've made the case for isometrics on this podcast many a times, right? And I think that we all agree on the value of it and how undervalued is- the isometric exercises are. Name me an, I- an isometric exercise that is as that is as intense. And I know farmer walks, you're moving, so people don't think of it as an isometric exercise, but think about from your traps down to your fingertips, down to your toes with a load, which most people can carry 200 to 500 plus mm-hmm. pounds. Name me
2: something that is that intense isometrically on your entire body from neck to your
1: toes.
0: Yeah, or-
2: right, and the posterior chain, which, again, we all try to you know voice that quite a bit. Like, we don't consider... Uh, movements throughout the day to activate and uh, you know gain connection with your posterior chain very often, and so this is this is another way to really bring it's, that into your everyday. It, it lights life. up everything, everything
0: from the neck to the fingertips to to the toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Name me one part of the body when you're holding 500 pounds and walking 30 yards. That is not completely- Everything's involved. Everything
1: is connected. Everything is lighting at, a, at an intense level. It's not like a plank. It's also one of the most functional exercises. I mean, you are going to do that in life. You are going to pick things up, walk with them, and yeah. hold them. And so it's a very fun- You get strong at farmer walks. You just are strong.
0: Well, we, right. and you've given the analogy that, uh, you know, I've repeated a million times, Sal, with the whole, uh, you know, speaker and amplifier. You know, I would argue that it's probably one of the, the best- uh, you know, ways to invest in your amplifier. Yeah. Of all the central the, nervous system. Yeah. The, of all the things that you could do to really strengthen your central nervous system, uh, heavy farmer carries have to be up there mm-hmm. with one of the top three, if not the top one. Juice up
3: them
2: amplitudes.
3: Next question is from Bong Rips and <laughs> Booty Licks.
2: Oh, this is... This <laughs> what, is what a, what a we, fantastic name. We would be friends. Yeah. yeah.
3: When you find the balance that you guys talk about with respect to diet, activity, and lean gains... Would increasing cardio be more of a detriment than a help?
1: Nah, it's it's a, listen, here's the deal. Okay, this all people always get confused. Nothing (laughs) wrong. Well, maybe because of the first, you know, 500 plus episodes. Well, we had to counter this (laughs) this abuse of a form of exercise. Look, cardio, cardiovascular activity can be very healthy. Anything overdone can be bad for you. That includes resistance training, okay? So if you do more cardiovascular activity and it's appropriate for you, no, it's not going to be detrimental. It's going to, make you, it's going to make you healthier. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to improve your performance. In fact, there's a level of cardiovascular activity that will even help you build more muscle as long as it contributes to better health. Now, if your question is, is adding more cardio going to reduce the amount of strength and muscle I can gain at extreme levels? Well, that depends also. Um, it, that depends on the person. At some point, it will because doing lots of cardio is teaching your body to improve its endurance. It's catabolic. And its stamina and making you more efficient where lots of muscle is not necessarily efficient with that type of stuff, so your body pairs muscle down. But there's nothing at all wrong with cardiovascular activity. Now, I like to communicate cardio like this with people. I prefer to not tell people to purposely go out to do cardio, unless that's what they enjoy doing, in which case it's totally fine. But I'm, I'm talking to the average person, and they're like, hey, you know, what should I do to optimize my health? The cardiovascular component of the workout is going to be injecting daily walks into their day. It's just part of your day. It's a behavior change rather than you know rather than making the time to go to the gym. Um, it's if you if you attach it to things that you do throughout the day, if it ritualizes it, which makes it more likely to continue. For example, if I connect it to breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I always have breakfast. I always have lunch. I always have dinner. If I connect a twenty-minute walk to each of those. I'm much more likely to be consistent than if I have to go away to go do cardio or separate it from everything else. So, But no, there's, it's not detrimental unless it's too much for you. And what determines if it's too much? Your goals, your body- what else you're doing? Your diet, your other, the rest of your lifestyle.
0: Well, yeah, or how much you're because this question you you say balance at first, which that's the key, right? The key is to have balance in it. Is yeah, yeah I think it there, it sir it serves its purpose to be in there, but then it says would increasing cardio be more detriment? So
1: if you're already balanced, right? Then- if
0: you're balanced and you're already intermittently doing it, or it's something you're consistently doing on a weekly basis already, and you're asking to increase it more. Well, yeah, I mean, you, it may not serve you when it comes to building
1: muscle. That's, that's good. I didn't even catch that. It's like, mm-hmm. So if, I, if everything I'm doing is perfect, if I do something more of it, then what happens? It's not perfect. Right. Yeah, so that's yeah. good. It's good.
3: Next question is from Jay Canales 140. What are some good strategies you guys have done or do when trying to study a certain topic?
1: Oh, I, I talk about this all the time. I, you know, what's funny is uh, I, I learned... What I'm about to communicate, I learned part of this when I first became a personal trainer. I started to realize that because I was teaching fitness to my clients, Mm -hmm. I was actually learning it better because in order to communicate something, you have to really understand it well. So oftentimes when you learn something, you think, oh, I know this. Well, now see if you could teach it. The process of trying to teach it gets you to understand it more fully. So that's step number one for me is... When I'm learning something, and and I'm sure people around me can sometimes be annoyed by this, but when I'm into something, I talk about it. Mm -hmm, I I debate about it. I discuss about it. Part of that is the learning process uh, for me. It helps me really learn what I'm learning. The other side of this, the other point that I'll give is this. When you develop an opinion on a topic, uh, seek out an opposing opinion. And I don't mean seek out a crappy opposing opinion. Find somebody who you think has the best chance at changing your mind. Find somebody who does a really, really good job of arguing the opposite. And that will either help you develop your opinion more fully or you'll change your mind because they've done a good job. I don't even think you have to go that far. I mean, we're spoiled today. Um... This it's
0: how I Google now. So if I have and and name anything, uh, you know why why uh, eating meat is bad, why eating meat is good. I always just right right after I Google what I'm interested in, I Google the opposite of that statement. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're searching topics, Mm -hmm. just do that. And what's so amazing about Google is the stuff that is. That people are sharing that that is backed will normally surface towards the top. And I'll go th- and I won't just read the first article on the top. I, and definitely pay attention if it's an ad versus something that has organically surfaced to the top of Google. And I'll read that whole first page, all five blogs and articles or studies related to that topic. And I'll I'll put in maybe the the belief that I have or the question that I have, and then I will then right afterwards Google the opposite that support or that is trying to support the opposite side of the argument and then read all the all that supports that and i think that everybody should train themselves to do this and i think it's so amazing that we have this resource now that this didn't exist just 15 20 years ago no, it was hard yeah. it was very hard you would have to seek out and a lot of times you end up reading a bunch of books that never got to your answer where you can literally just google specifically you know whatever it is that either confirms your bias and then the complete opposite and don't just stop by reading one you know i read a handful of articles and studies and blogs that support it and then then i take it to the next level after i've felt like i've informed myself now i go have that health and this is what i love about our relationship because even though the three of us may seem like we agree all the time on the podcast a lot of times we debate stuff all the mm-hmm. time we talk and you probably heard more of it early on but we, we do that, all, challenge each other and hear opposing uh, ideas on it. I think that's the best way to learn.
2: Yeah, I, li- I like to... Uh read or, or listen to uh, podcasts or, you know, audio and then really digest uh, what I'm, uh, you know, I, I want to take my time really to, you know, to let it resonate and then see what those, the, the main points are, then take that and then discuss it in a conversation and try and find holes in it uh, and then go look for something in yes. an opposing argument. But I think um, there's there's like a time period for me to really, um, you know, sit and, and meditate on, you know, what really... Uh, w- was trying to be conveyed and and for me it might take a little longer uh, to then go to teach it which is something I, I I definitely agree with I think teaching it is where you really start to understand something uh, because then now it's like I've taken the concept I'm a, I've, I've applied it you know I've meditated on it but now I'm trying to then uh, you, you know duplicate that by presenting that to somebody else and, and am I doing a good job in that or do I really not understand yeah, for so,
1: it so so to put it simply, seek out different ways of thinking about the same topic So, what? because people think thinking and they think it's all the same. It's not. You have thinking in your mind. There's thinking on paper. No joke. If you write, try this. If you ever have an idea or you're, you're mad at somebody, you're pissed off at your friend, write it out. Write out what you feel and what you'll find is you start to process things a little bit differently because it's a different form of thinking. Then talk about it. Mm-hmm. talking about it is another form of thinking. And then there's another way of thinking where you debate with someone else. Now you're getting challenged on the way you think. Those are all different ways of thinking. And if you can take a topic and bring it through all of those, you're going to come out with uh, a lot of confidence in kind of how you feel because you've you've gone through all those different things. But this requires open mindedness. When I seek out debates on topics that I'm learning, I seek out the and I typically do this online. I belong to these groups, and I'll see somebody debating something. So I'll go on and I'll, I'll debate it. And I'll typically find the person who does the best job, and I'm literally my. This is what I'm saying. To the, I don't say this literally to the person, but this is essentially what I'm saying. I'm saying, change my mind. You know, it would be like if you go to a. It's like if you if you go to a car dealership and you tell the salesperson, if you can sell me this car, I'll buy it. That's literally what I'm saying to the person. Look, if you can convince me. I will be on your side. So do your best job convincing me. And then we go and we have this discussion debate. And if they fail, it's because I'm more confident in my opinion. And if they succeed, well, that's phenomenal. I'm now better off than I was before. The, the other thing this takes, and I think this is why people
0: struggle with this a lot, is courage. It takes courage to put yourself out there and stand behind something oh, so and know that you may be wrong. It's a, But just you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with, hey, I think this is how I believe and this is what I've read and therefore I'm going to have this conversation or this debate with Sal. But people are so afraid to get proven wrong or to sound or feel like an idiot afterwards that they don't do that. And I think this uh, this is a lot of, you know, in the, my early early 20s as a trainer, this is uh, a lot of my where my growth came from was I just wasn't afraid of that. I wasn't afraid to put myself out there you know, even when it, when I knew I was talking to someone who was probably far more educated than I am, putting my ideas out there, getting them challenged, getting my paradigm shattered, probably being wrong, maybe even feeling like a little bit of an idiot, mm. but okay, it's okay because you know what? Now I understand. Now I know, and now I'm smarter. Now we the move wh-
1: forward. One place I can I can think of right now where that happened to me relatively recently was through the the the, the childbirth process. I thought up until I was a, a, an adult. I think I was 38. And I thought, man, childbirth is a super dangerous thing. It killed women for thousands and thousands of years and whatever. And we talked about it on a podcast. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, childbirth is a major killer. And, you know, thank God for modern medicine. And a midwife – now, midwives are experts at child delivery. Um, you, some people think their OBs are. OBs are actually surgeons. Midwives specialize specifically in, in, in natural childbirth. So this midwife is in our forum. She goes, Sal, you're, you're totally wrong. She's like – Actually, this is you know she gave me a lot of information. Now I could have been like screw you, and know, you know that's my. I said you know what, she's an expert. I want to see if she can convince me. So we had this long discussion. She sent me an, a, a couple documentaries. I did some more learning, and I realized I was totally wrong. And it feels good. It feels good if you, but you have to be okay with being wrong. Right. But if you're okay with it, it, takes courage, dude. Then you come out of it, and man, it feels good because now I'm not wrong anymore. Now I have a better yeah. opinion about something that I was wrong about for, for so long. And with that, go to mindpumpfree.com and download all of our guides, resources, and books. You can also find the three best podcast hosts in the universe. We're the three amigos. On Instagram, you can find Justin at mindpumpjustin. You can find me at Sal. Adam at mindpumpadam. Oh, by the way, Doug is also on Instagram, believe it or not. He's got a fans-only page. Go to at mindpumpdug. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and
3: energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB super bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30